0: Here's a public service announcement for you. We are less than 30 days from the next presidential election. If you don't do anything else, please make sure you vote for those who cannot. You are now listening to Confessions of a Go-Getter podcast, and I'm your host, Jerica Burns. I hope you all are having an amazing week so far, but as I'm sure you can see, there is so much going on. First of all, before we get into anything else, Thank you for 1,000 downloads. Seriously, I mean, you guys could be doing anything else in the world, but you spend 5 to 10 minutes out of your day to listen to me. And for this, I am forever grateful for each and every single last one of you. So thank you so much. Now we are still in the midst of a pandemic. And uh, since my last episode, uh, President Trump and his wife have tested positive for COVID-19. He had or still has COVID-19, but we're not quite sure because uh, he did tell us through a tweet to not be afraid of COVID. He feels the best that he has in 20 years. I'm not going to get too deep into that part. But what I will say is that we've lost over 200,000 lives in this country to COVID. So if you don't do anything else, wear your mask and wash your hands and socially distance now also since my last episode which was dedicated to brianna taylor a grand juror asked that the audio from the grand jury proceedings be released now yes they have been released as of now we know the kentucky attorney general daniel cameron did not present homicide charges against the officers involved in brianna taylor's death in addition only 15 hours of the 20 plus hours were submitted at this point it's obvious uh, that Kentucky's attorney general was intentionally negligent and showed bias. Um, so Brianna Taylor's family at this point is like, hey, we're demanding that a new grand jury reopen her case, as they should. And I'm just so proud of this family. I could never imagine on my worst day what they must be going through. So let's continue to uh, push with them and continue to keep them lifted. Switching gears uh, today, I want to focus on something that's uh, equivocally important to me and it involves chrissy teigen a supermodel and john legend's wife she's been praised and persecuted for showing the most intimate parts of her life after she lost her son due to pregnancy complications now tegan was criticized by followers who didn't understand how and why she would share such personal moments and they even wondered who took these delicate photos of her now on the other hand many of you might feel like how i feel and uh celebrate her her courage and her transparency now personally i believe as a society we've programmed our minds to be so secretive about moments that can really help others it's that part that i'm against so no i'm not saying that you have to share every single moment of your life unless you choose to but what i am saying is that someone needs your help someone needs your guidance and it may not be on a major platform like TikTok or Instagram, but it may be your daughter, it may be your best friend, it may be a co-worker, it may be a patient if you're in the medical field or a student if you're an educator. But for the critics out there, understand that there's a time and a place for everything and that regardless on how you feel about her transparency, just know that through her suffering, she helped other women come to terms with a type of unforgettable grief that seems impossible to shake. Recently, I learned in 1988, former President Ronald Reagan named October the month of remembrance uh, for parents who have lost a child due to pregnancy complications. So I saw it fit and proper for me to dedicate this episode to all the women out there who have suffered through a miscarriage or a stillborn pregnancy. And men, I do encourage you to stay on the line if you're listening because your support is vital to your partner. Now here are some facts. Every year. 2.6 million babies are stillborn, and this is according to World Health Organization. Also, miscarriages occur in 10% to 25% of known pregnancies, and that's according to American Pregnancy Association. Now also approximately 80% of them occur in the first trimester and of course this is why doctors typically tell women to wait to to share that information until they're about 12 weeks. Now the problem is, is that it creates a stigma and then what happens there's a lot of shame because there's always that potential that you're going to lose your pregnancy. And that's why I wanted to just share this today. So as always here's my confession. On April 2nd, 2018, I found out I was six weeks pregnant. Now this will come to a surprise to many of you who know me because I decided to keep much of it a secret. As a matter of fact, I only recently became able to verbalize what really happened. But I still remember like it was yesterday. The very same day I found out I was pregnant, I received a job offer as a corporate sales manager and because I'm always working, I was also waitressing in the evenings and on the weekends. So imagine my life at that time. Now the thing about learning you're pregnant is regardless on your decision to keep it or not, you start imagining you and that baby. You imagine what your baby is going to look like, smell like, laugh like, cry like. You're imagining what everyone is going to say from your parents to your friends, your job, your whole life. But what you don't get a chance to imagine is the suffering. I mean, how do you prepare for that? There's no imagination for that. And for me, I was in total shock. But I went to my safe spaces for guidance and I just daydreamed. My partner didn't really give me what I wanted to feel and what I really needed at that time and I later learned it was because he was in shock and was trying to cover up his feelings by being nonchalant and this is another reason why transparency is so important so on mother's day 2018 i would have been 12 weeks and i felt it was safe to share ironically i was with my friends on a cruise and it was the perfect timing right (laughs) i mean how else would i explain why i'm not drinking bourbon this weekend (laughs) and as i had hoped They celebrated and kept me lifted the entire trip, except that a few days into the trip, I started bleeding and I just couldn't wrap my head around what was happening or why it was happening. So I just decided to lay down and since we were leaving soon, I went to uh, an urgent care as soon as I got back into town. um, I do feel like just thinking about what all happened that it took forever to get them to talk to me after the ultrasound, but I stayed hopeful and optimistic. When the doctor came in, she told me they couldn't find a heartbeat. I just remember feeling numb and then a rush of emotion came over me but I couldn't move. I just felt the tears come and I just stared at her with these tears streaming down my face while she tried to comfort me and she just kept repeating, there was nothing you could have done. And I still went to see my doctor that following Monday and it was the same thing. Then I learned that I had suffered a threatened miscarriage and all I could do was cry. I just kept crying I cried so much and then I started beating myself up because I felt so disappointed and angry towards my body and feeling broken and alone I mean my partner was there but I know he was going through his own series of emotions so I needed to find out how would I cope and I'm so grateful for my journal (laughs) I'm so grateful for my friends one girlfriend even met me at my final appointment and she shared a story about her mother's experience And i learned about a lot more experiences like my own mom and i started thinking this is really happening and it's not just happening to me so i found comfort in knowing that i was not alone so i share all of this to say there is someone who has already experienced what you're going through right now no matter what it is and guess what that person made it through their journey and they may have made it through their journey by taking pictures and by journaling whatever it is that they did to cope So that's what you'll need to do. But let that person be your light to guide you through it so you don't have to do it alone. And for us women and men who have been through these types of traumatic experiences, we have a responsibility to speak up. And this is why you should care because you can help someone find their place again, find their purpose again find a way for it not to hurt so bad. So let's just remember that we have to be kind to each other and just remember your journey is your journey but you never have to do it alone. Well, guys, that concludes this episode of Confessions of a Go-Getter podcast. Be sure to connect with me on Facebook and Instagram at Confessions of a Go-Getter podcast. And if you have any questions about this podcast or future episodes, email me at hello at confessionsemail.com. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to rate and review this podcast on whichever platform you listen to your podcast yes, I do read them. Most importantly, share this podcast with everyone you love. Let's build. And thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time. Confessions of a Go-Getter podcast.